Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. God's Authority is the title that you've chosen for our programmes this week, Colin. Why have you chosen this? It's a very, very important subject. It's a much misunderstood subject, a much neglected subject, but is absolutely crucial to our understanding of how we are to relate to God and of how we are to relate to one another within the body of Christ. So where are we going to start? Well, we're going to start with God himself. Uh, We have in the revelation of the Bible, from cover to cover, the fact that God is the Lord. There are not many lords, there are not many gods, there is one God and one Lord. Now, what does it mean to say that he is Lord? It means that he is the ultimate authority. In fact, it really means that he is the only authority. He is not one authority among many, but he is authority. He is Lord. He created the world, and he's in charge of his creation. Now, of course, Jesus is God. Therefore, the Holy Spirit who lives within us as believers enables us to say, Jesus is Lord. In other words, Jesus is God. Jesus has the same authority as the Father has, although his, if you like, mode of operation was different for a period of time when he was here on earth, and we'll refer to that later. The Holy Spirit is God, and he lives within us, so the Holy Spirit is also our Lord because we know there is but one God who manifests himself in these three ways, as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But however you describe this one God, he is the Lord. There is no other God, there is no other power that has anything like the authority that he has. So, there are false gods, there are false claims to authority, by all kinds of spiritual beings, but Jesus Christ, God the Father, the Holy Spirit, are the only one true God and true spiritual authority. Now, if you're a born-again Christian, you are saying yes and amen to that. All the way through the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, God is referred to as the Lord. In his purposes to bring salvation to mankind, he sent his son into the world. Now, the big controversy during the earthly ministry of Jesus was centered around the question, well, who is he? Is this the Messiah? Is this the Christ? Because if it is, then he is Lord. But is he just a prophet or some inspired man of God? that would put him in an altogether different and inferior category. What became apparent during the whole of his ministry is that Jesus is Lord. However, it meant that he was in a very interesting 
relationship with the Father during the course of his time here on earth, because he had to relate in a relationship of unity, but at the same time he had to live in dependence upon his Father. He had to exercise the Father's authority here on earth, but now instead of being like his Father in heaven, reigning in glory in the heavenlies, he was subjected to the limitations of human flesh. So he had to show us how you, first of all, submit to the authority of God within humanity, then how you exercise authority, God's authority, in humanity, and he also showed us how others are to relate to God's authority in their humanity. So these are very, very important issues because we can only really do the will of God and live the lives that are pleasing to him if we do in every way recognize and respect God's authority. Now, it is clear in Scripture, Old Testament and New, that God's purposes can only be fulfilled through obedience to him, that he blesses the obedient, he gives them tremendous promises of what he will do in their lives here on earth and in the eternal uh, inheritance that they will have in his glory forever. Wonderful promises for the obedient, but there are also grave warnings for the disobedient. Now, why should this word obedient be so important? Because you exercise authority by giving commands. So when God speaks to his people in the Old Testament, it's always with authority, and he gave them the law, which is what? A series of commands. Those laws are summed up in what is called the summary of the law. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, will, strength. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But you see, those are commands. This is the way in which you are to love God with all your heart, mind, will, strength. Now, if you love God in that way, you will, of course, obey him. Now, Jesus, of course, mirrors this, he reflects this same attitude. When he came and raised up disciples, he, he didn't invite them to be disciples, he commanded them, come, follow me, commands. He, whenever he gave them instructions, they were not invitations, they were not um, suggestions as to what they ought to do, he commanded them often in a very loving and gentle way, but he always spoke with command. Why? Because he is authority. He was representing, reflecting, showing us God's authority here on earth. Important just to mention, I guess, Colin, that these commands, they're not unreasonable. Of course not, no, because every command that God gives is for the welfare of his people and for the advancement of his kingdom. So therefore are good. They are all good. Um, because God is good by nature. God is love by nature. So the summary of the law is you shall love the Lord your God and you shall love your neighbor, which is good. 
Love is good. Hate is negative. Obedience is good. Disobedience is negative. So we can submit to his authority because we know ultimately it is for our good. Uh, Yes, but we'll come to the business of submission in a little while. Uh, we, We just need to, first of all, understand who and what we're submitting to. You see, uh, you exercise authority by command. I mean, a a military commander will issue orders. That's how everybody knows that this is the man in authority. This is how his instructions are to be carried out. And if we understand that all authority comes from God, then whatever authority we are given as Christians is authority that has been delegated to us from God. So while he was on earth, Jesus lived in delegated authority. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Who gave him that authority? God the Father. So, because he had that authority, he gave a command to his church before he returned to heaven. Therefore, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. That's a command. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's a command. Then listen to the next part. And teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. What was Jesus teaching his disciples? He was teaching them how essential it is to obey everything that he commanded them to do. Then he gives his commission to the church. Now you go and make disciples among the nations, and you teach others to do what I've taught you to do. Now, Jesus said of himself, I have not come to do my own will, I've come to do the will of him who sent me. So we have this situation where the one who has all authority actually lived under the authority of his father during the limited time of his humanity. He came therefore not to do what he wanted, but to be submitted at all times to the will of his father and to teach his disciples how important it was for them likewise to be submitted to God, both to God the Father and to God the Son, in order that they might obey and fulfill the plans and purposes that God had for them. And then he gives them this commission, now you go out into all the world and teach others to do this same thing, They are to obey everything that I have commanded you. So, yes, all the commands are good, Julia, but what did Jesus say about love? He said, if you love me, you will obey my commands. If you love me, you will obey my commands. That is actually the test of love. Because if we love God, we recognize that he is Lord, we recognize his authority, and we obey him. And that has to be the truth for every believer, for every Christian. And how do we know whether we're obeying him or not? Well, you only have to open your Bible and you see what he commands you to do. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 